Checking your emails and taking your calls. Ignorant and uninformed. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Ignorant and Uninformed America's favorite podcast. We're coming to you from beautiful Keystone, Colorado, here in Consensual Studios at 545 Productions. And I am joined, as always, by our brown hosts, Mr. Benji Pickett. Me. Mr. Max Sarakistan Sarak. Colors are adjectives. All right. Mr. Max Sarakistan Sarak. All right. And I am Ben Hollywood Whitmore. And this is your podcast where we take your topics and turn them into our show for 30 minutes of uninterrupted, unedited podcasting gold. Bigger, blacker, uncut. I thought we were brown. Now we're black. Now we're black. God, make up your mind. Well, you made that jump, man. Oh, okay. That's yes, all I got. Yes. But Max. Don't assume my race, Ben. Don't, don't assume my gender. <laughs> uh, topics for t-shirts. I my, see where you were going. What are your preferred pronouns? <laughs> Pardon me, sir. Don't uh, assume my gender. I'm going to start saying that every time. <laughs> How every dare time. You, did you just assume my gender? Did you just assume my gender? Then just make a list of your preferred pronouns. Mm-hmm. I prefer... And then, Shmim. and then do you just hand that list to people? Or Shmim, do you, Shmiz. Do you wear it uh, as like a badge? No, they just or... need to take it off of every application. Every application shouldn't have sex. Race. Race. That's nationality. Yeah. Because it shouldn't matter. To me, if it doesn't matter, it shouldn't matter. I've never understood why the fuck they ask what race you are on a job application. Or housing. Or, or housing or sex. Like, what does it matter what sex you are? If you're qualified, well, you're fucking it, qualified. I, 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 well, you know what? Let's talk about the podcast. I'll come back to it. Yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about it now. No. They're go, gonna, go. All right. Well, I'm just saying, like, they they, they, they do it for, uh, like, equal opportunity. I, and tracking. accounting purposes and stuff like we, that. I, I can speak it. from the actor's union perspective. We're supposed to turn in a report of how many people of ethnicity of various that we saw during an audition. If it's an equity, if it's an actor's union, is that union your audition. fault or their fault? That, I don't know. It's, you know they just, I think a... they just hold on to it for tracking, like you know. But I typically, mean, it's like, well, we saw like four hundred white girls because that's all that come to audition, right? Because we're doing legally or, blonde, like yeah, <laughs> legally blonde. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. Like we saw, How... I think maybe one Latina girl and one African American girl, and you know, like. I mean, are you putting on Shogun? Like, yeah, but I mean, what if you're supposed to have, like, what if the play calls for the black friend? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, are you allowed to be, like, are you allowed to advertise in the auditions for a black male? No. Well, the, well you can put a character description and you can say male African-American 25 to 35 or whatever. You know what I mean? Like. You could put that kind of stuff. Oh, it's okay as long as you don't use the word black. I'm sorry, African American. Yeah, of <laughs> then, course. Then it's okay. No, no. no. I of mean, course. you could. You could. What s- if the dude's from like, England? <laughs> like count. you're doing an August Wilson play, you're doing Fences, right? Which is an, entirely about an African American family in the 1950s. Like, right? That, it doesn't fit if the what leads. Yeah, white you can't guy. cast white people in that ro- in those roles. Right. You know, like it's anyway. But it's so it's 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 actually a big hot button issue right now in the theater world. I mean, and has it has it gone too far? Uh, it's you know everyone's a special snowflake and nobody wants to be nobody wants to be like discriminated against and nobody wants to feel like they're discriminating people. But it's a lot of white guilt wrapped up in that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like well we got to make sure that we're seeing people of color and 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 make sure that we're giving them the opportunities. And I was like you know what I found the good people who are of like a non-white background 
they're impossible to get because they're on Broadway and they're in films and they're working. You know what I mean? Like that that's that's my biggest the biggest problem that I have is that like we don't get a lot of African American men to audition for our plays because the, they all have job like the actors out there are like working. So you're surprised that black dudes have jobs. That's no. what I'm hearing. No. God damn it. Okay. Just checking. Well, that came so across black completely wrong. Are, the, the small pool of black people that are capable are already working is what you're saying. And this upsets you. And that's obsession. Okay. It doesn't upset me. Just, okay. Never mind. I'm done. Topics for T-shirts. That's what we do on this show. I love Fuck you, Ben. Your daily dose of racism right here. In case you didn't get it over the weekend, it's, you'll hear it here on Thursday. It's a good thing it's called Ignorant and Uninformed. I was, yeah. stand by the, was I'm just fucking opposite. with you. I know. We're going to have to change the name to Racist, Ignorant, and Uninformed. <laughs> to Racist and Educated. <laughs> yeah. So you're ignorant, you're uninformed, and I'm racist. No. Exactly. We're just giving you shit. Topics for T-shirts. We actually usually draw a topic out of a bowl, a random listener submit a topic and then give you a t-shirt for your generosity with our topic for the show uh so we're gonna do that but you can twank us on the twitters at ig and un to get yeah. your topic to us you can email us topics at ignorant and uninformed.com you can visit the website and while you're streaming the episodes and downloading the episodes click the topics button and get your question to us or hit us up on the facebooks and message the show become a friend of the show Get your topic to us. Get your T-shirt. We're only kind of racist. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm just kidding. Let's draw a topic. Who's, are you going to draw That's, it? You're going to draw it. Right. It'd be funny if it's about race. I hope so. No. <laughs> it's actually – so as someone who's gone back and listened to all of the episodes, and this could be like a signal and noise, but there's a startling amount of time where our introduction – will have, like, some vague relationship to the topic that gets drawn. Really? Uh-huh. Interesting. Yeah, like... Maybe we just bend it that well, way. Well, there's an intuition, like, uh, like all the planes that crash, there's evidently, like, a higher percentage of people that don't get on those planes. Hmm. There's, like, hmm. it's almost like an intuition. People, for some Collective reason... Yeah, get, get held up or whatever through sometimes, you know, a fault of their own or whatever. <laughs> okay. Uh, so from my homie, Mike Hammerling, uh, what if Trump were the NFL commissioner oh and Roger Goodell were the president slash president elect? This was before the election. Mike Hammerling, big football fan. Go Titans. So they, they switch job. They, they, they pull a freaky guys, Friday and they job switch. Totally. Do you guys, I mean, I'm not, I'm not familiar with his personality. Goodell, right. And Ben, do you know anything about Roger Goodell, the NFL commissioner? I know he's not looked upon with favor. Yeah, so like at the draft, they they had the rookie draft maybe like a month ago, and pretty much every time he got to the podium to announce the pick, like, booze, just a chorus of wow. booze from, you know, uh, thirteen thousand people. Uh, it's all because of like like the the Patriots and Deflate Gate and all and, and how he no, handled all that shit. It's, or it's just because he is like he's the kind of puppet a, of the owners. Sure, because he makes he's, he's the he's the dude. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's the, the yeah he's the front man that makes like twenty three million dollars a year to like exact the will of these rich white billionaires. Changes rules and shit like that. Denies you know like. Throws the whole fines. concussion under the rug, you know, like 
Oh, right. Like the physical damage lines. that we're doing to these poor Yeah. Men. And I mean, he's just like. He's the front man, dude. He's, he's he, like. He uh, does what he's told from the people he's told to do it, but he's made to look like the guy that makes all those decisions. Exactly. He's the fall the fall, what fall exactly. guy. Yeah. Essentially fall guy, yeah. the president of the National Football League. Sure. I mean, Benji, you've said often that the And so now he switches places with the national. With Trump. With the president mm-hmm. of the nation. Mm-hmm. 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 And I think. Ugh. And I think right there is sort of like that similarity, right? Like they're both fall guys to to a degree. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, so look how much legislation and look how many things have happened during Trump's presidency that he had no part of that, like, Congress has pushed through. Yeah. Other members. Well, yeah, like two days into his ship, people are like, oh, my God, you hear what he did? And it's like, dude, he hasn't had time to fucking do anything, you know? Like some of it, you know, some of that is the. It's case. all a shell game, man. The whole thing. It it's is. Just like it they're really distracting is. us with one thing while something else gets uh, pushed through behind the scenes and signed and it into does law not and... surprise me that a TV personality got elected or picked or whatever the fuck you want to call it, man. It just does not surprise me, man. Well, because just, people yeah. go by name recognition, man. A lot of people vote on name recognition, and not only that, a lot of people vote based on. I've heard so many people. Fucking throughout my life that are like, man, he's he's rich. He must be really smart. Like, there's just no correlation between money and intelligence. There's just not. None. There's yeah. there's you know, like, who's to say if Trump was smarter, he may have ninety gazillion dollars. You know what I'm saying? But he got fucking you know he he had this nice pool to choose from and fucking make these business decisions. And maybe if he was smart, he would have he'd be worth a lot more money. Does that make sense? Sure. You know, if he was smarter, so he may not be that bright. Even though he's worth a billion dollars, yeah, he may things, not be that bright. There's just no real correlation between. Related. Well, those that's things. like being tall and being good basketball, look- right? Well, <laughs> I was just say being good oh. looking. Like those things have nothing to do with one yeah. another. But like, for whatever reason, when we see one thing that we admire in somebody, that colors and influences. Oh yeah, all of the rest of everybody our you see that's like six, seven, six, eight. You think, man, they must be good at basketball. Dude, that could be the most uncoordinated. And they, a lot of the times they are. They're very un- – because they're just so tall and gangly that they're uncoordinated as fuck. I've met several dudes that are just not – Our good buddy Phil. Long time six, li- six. He's a tall guy, but dude, he's look at his not friend a basketball Dave. player. Six, oh, yeah, eight, dude. He's 6'8 and fucking – I've had that conversation because I'm, I'm yeah, not, I'm not a tall he's man. He's terribly clumsy. But, he, but it's know? like – you ask those guys, and but uh, you know, you put those dudes on, you know, pair of eight foot skis. They're gonna, they could, they could ski down the hill better than anybody I know. They're go fast. fast. Yeah. yeah, they're like fucking maniacs on the hill. Right, but, like, th- I've had this conversation with Phil and maybe but with Dave too. Put them like, on a racehorse and they'll fucking bog it down. You know, it's just they're not gonna be yeah. good at that. They're just, uh, they, you know, I was like, are you guys tired of? Do you guys get asked that a lot? Like, yo, you must play basketball. What's weather like up there? You know, and like, and and they're just like, dude, it's my entire life. Like, I I got this growth spurt. I was six foot by the time I was in high school. You know, and like, just towering above everyone. Wow, you're tall. Do you play basketball? You must play basketball. Well, you're fat. I'm you sure that gets old. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> wow, you're fat. Do you not give a fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, got the you watch a lot of TV. Yeah. <laughs> How's that Netflix? Sweet. So it's like you know, it's just one of those Sweet. one of those things. So okay, what would what would happen if well if if Trump were the commissioner of the NFL, what would happen? We'd all start playing soccer. 
it would that he'd switch it to soccer because of he's he's in bed with the Russians, obviously. So then we're starting <laughs> oh. to use their version of football okay. without even knowing it. That's what's going to happen. I feel like all of the refs would become buxom women in like low cut Hooters type shirts. Right. Well, that's like Vince McMahon with in, in the wrestle when he started the F- XFL. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. That shit was like very yeah, short lived. Extreme it was football, fucking terrible. Yeah. yeah, it was arena football. And he was really trying to jazz it up. He tried to make do what like do to football what pro wrestling did to wrestling, like right. real wrestling. And we got right, uh, we got uh, pulled out at the last minute there. We're 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 gonna hold for a second. Benji's got a yep, situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Peace out, brother. Yep. It's right, good seeing you, homie. Boom. Such is the dangers. Of, of having of being on, on call, call on call <laughs> with kids, yeah, man. So it goes. Well, Ben. Well, there we are. So I, so I think I can speak enough about you know, but anyway, the XFL started by Vince McMahon of the WWF, now the WWE. Uh, that's what he tried to do was was try to like glam up football and and make it, but it's like nobody wanted that because everybody likes football. The people who like football watch football to watch football. It doesn't need to be dramatized. It doesn't need to be – there's enough drama in the competition. Yeah. And they have – they already have cheerleaders. They're not like strippers, but they're – you know, the XFL had strippers and stuff too. So it was kind of like – they they were like much raunchier cheerleaders and they were like, you know, like – it was less – certainly less wholesome, maybe a little bit more like – but I see. I that's what uh, Trump would do to the NFL. He'd try to like XFL it up. He'd try to okay sex, sex it up. sells. Yeah, sex it up. Yeah. Make it make it sexier. But there'd be a lot of shady deals going on back there. I feel like you know, like more so than there already are. Okay. The owners, the owners would still be calling the shots for sure, though. Like that, he would be in their pocket pretty. Do darn you think quick. so? See, I don't think. Like, I think that might actually be a difference. I think Trump really likes to be in charge yeah man um, i don't know i trump to me he's a he's a he's the ringmaster you know he's he's the okay he's so he's out you know, in the spotlight with the, yeah but the he's he's, he's out the mc yeah he's he's okay. the ringmaster but the lions are out in the crowd eating the the pay, the people okay. you know what i mean that's how i view this whole thing is like he he's flash and razzle dazzle and Thinks he's running the show, and and but really everybody else is running crazy. Okay, out into the stands. Okay, you know what I mean. And us <laughs> okay. poor us poor schmucks who paid paid the entry fee are getting mauled and eaten alive. Okay, you know, interesting. That's how I view it. All right, it, and I think there's a. It's not a coincidence that there are three rings in a circus and there's three branches of our government. Just saying. Oh, fascinating. Is yeah. this a new? perspective for you because i feel like you have been pro government um for a while now i mean like since before this election like if we were recording this episode four years ago sure during During the obama presidency well i feel like the lions and the elephants and everything would have were reined in a little bit more okay certainly congress had you know that he was you had a ringmaster who was uh a little bit more mindful of of what was going on. I'm not saying that the 
the monkeys over on the far side in who like literally shut down the third ring were behaving but you had someone who who could who could get get keep things moving you know what i mean okay but he was also working with two I i'm mean, just saying now we have a ringmaster who's not aware of what's going on in the in anywhere else well and we've got that's what I'm saying. Both houses being controlled by the same majority. So, like, being able to get legislation yeah. through and done is seemingly. Yeah. Well, he's a bright orange easier. clown who put on the ringmaster hat. And now he's like, you know, uh-huh. now the clowns have hold sway. Okay. And madness reigns. Cats and dogs living together. Okay. So, uh, I I am I am very, you know, that's an interesting question. And, and I guess I'll go ahead because I don't give a fuck. I, I I am very much I I feel broken. I feel like my faith in the system has uh-huh. been shaken to its core. Uh-huh. To uh-huh. be quite honest. Uh-huh. I believed in in government and and the ability with the right people in place to get things done, but now I see now I really feel like with the wrong people in place, it it works against the people it's meant to protect. Okay. And and it is Maybe maybe it was just kind of a you know a, a youthful fallacy of my view of it, but you know when you look back on it, it was a bunch of rich white guys looking out for rich white guys from the get go. I mean, it's always kind of been. And that to way. be surprised that it still is such is maybe not the maybe maybe not the you know wisest thing to have believed. Sure, that there's anything but. Sure, that. although I do think it's crazy that that. Uh, there is no – we have never elected a woman as the head of our government. Like if you look around – Every other yeah. – Internationally. Yeah, right. And considering they are half of the electorate, females make up half of the electorate, to think that there has been no yeah. one that's represented them is strange. It is It is strange. It's disheartening too. It's, you know, you see these pictures of – Signing in health bills that that control women's health and defund places like Planned Parenthood, whose clientele is a hundred percent women. Well, maybe not a hundred percent, but very, very stiltedly the other way in in being uh, health and preventative care for for women and women's issues. That it's a bunch of white guys signing those things into law to rip gut those programs. Although, because of some weird moral fallacy of of purpose like it's it, it makes me sick makes me sick god damn it okay this is taking a dark turn I'm i sorry. think that's all right man <laughs> this is what happens with benji leaves he i know was, right he was our levity we our, get introspective our funniness i know i think this is me i think i bring it out in people but um i mean i think the that congress has never been more diverse which is both sad and heartening at the same time i mean i think progress is being made mm-hmm. um you know, at least Clinton. Obviously, she didn't I would win. I'm interested to see that that diversity spread among party lines. I don't know that offhand. Okay, but I feel like there's, you know, this is me speaking out of my ass. So just take it with That's a cool. grain of that salt. That is why we called the podcast what we I call. I feel it. like a lot of those, you know, you look at the House of Representatives, right? Mm-hmm. Two hundred and seventy 
some odd members, right? In, in Congress, in, in the House, I think it's like four something. But is it, you're right. Sorry, there's 270 electoral votes mm. available to win, okay. which is not is not representative of the number of senators or or whoever. Mm. That's based on population. I think it's like 435 or something like that. That sounds right. Is that both houses or is no, that? No, I think that's there's, just the there's, House, and I think Senate's got a hundred. Yeah, Senate should have a hundred, and then they have they have non-voting senators as well from like provinces and territories right, 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 right. there's a okay. hundred voting members of camp congress okay no because dc has two senators no they're not a state never mind never mind never mind no, they don't. but they have a non-voting senate representative yeah i think the mayor gets to like kick it yeah anyway and it doesn't matter making so, some shit up i know i i understand how our government works and i'm going to complain about it <laughs> <laughs> i know exactly yes, how it works you are so i guess here's my okay so here's my next question okay um i don't know that i answered your last one that's all right i mean it's not always about getting to answers it's about talking through things and you know realizations and awarenesses and god stuff. damn it that's right uh do you think government is it people is that why government is fucked up? Because we are fucked up. We people are the problem. It isn't uh. the system. It isn't, you know, the the mechanics and the rules. Just it's go, the fact that we suck. You just go make your granola, you fucking hippie. <laughs> right now. I mean, I will. I'm going to go make it later on today, but uh, <laughs> yeah. probably put some cranberries. Maybe I mean, some I pumpkin might. seeds. I got some ground flax Definitely seed. some flax. Okay. Totally. Oh, yeah. flax well, you got to grind it up so you can absorb all the delicious omegas. Otherwise, you just pass through your system. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. How else am I going to keep away the telepathic mind control? <laughs> that is why I eat flaxseed. <laughs> oh, an extra spoonful for the telepathic mind control. <laughs> All right. Yes. If I don't have a high enough omega system, I'll have to start wearing that tinfoil hat again. It's true. It's true. <laughs> and no one will okay. See so is hair. it is it us? Are we gluttons for punishment? I oh. I more and more I believe that that we are in in a weird way like that that. Deep down, we are all a bit sadistic to our uh, mm, okay uh, masochistic sadist is is not self inflicted pain masochism is self inflicted pain okay I so, so we're masochistic is... okay okay masochist yeah uh-huh. anyway uh-huh. uh huh you know I, I I like to believe that I am a half full kind of guy I'm a bit of an optimist I like to believe in the better part of the human spirit and the human condition that we can that deep down we all really do care about each other and 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 the state of our world but it's so easy i think that that is certainly the harder path i would say and it's so uh, and we all fall short right we all you know we all do absolutely but so i i feel like it's a lot easier to be selfish and to act in your own self-interest rather than act for the benefit of others. And that and that's the ultimately that's why it's hard because the human condition is to is to take the easy way out and more often than not that's the selfish path. You know what I mean? So you have to have a certain strength of character that nobody can have 24 hours a day every day that to, to take that higher road, you know what I mean. To to act in out of benevolence and out, act out of hope and belief and you know, sure, whatever. So so I feel like that that's ultimately, and we've talked about this. Like you know, it, are 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 people inherently evil or or whatever? In various incarnations on this podcast, we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. 
But I'm just now realizing that that ultimately, I think, is what my answer to that question is, is that while we all may the, – the, the human condition may be to to be good and do good, that is never the easiest path. And I think ultimately that's the road that, – that's the human condition is to take the easy way out most of the time. Okay. Uh, yeah, I can't. You know what I mean? No, I definitely do. I think that um, – and I think the problem is that it starts so innocently down those dark paths, right? Mm-hmm. Like it only takes – it's like, well, if so, if I'm a congressman, right, or yeah. or, or an NFL team owner, whatever, sure. either way, I'm like, hey, if I trade this guy, or if I sign this bill, or if I support this thing, I get a lot of money, like that. That's fine, and that and and for many of those people, whether they're an NFL team owner, uh, a player, or a senator, or representative, whatever. That's where it ends for them. You know what I mean? They don't think through those consequences that, hey, if I do this, it might impact a lot of people. And those are the wrong people. Those are the wrong people. Those are the people you don't want owning an NFL team or representing a state of, you know, 70 million people, whatever. You, you know what I mean? So it's and, – and that's the kind of short-term thinking that will get us into a lot of trouble, I think, in, in all of those cases – Especially if you're at the Detroit Lions or the Cleveland Browns or something hey like that. Hey, now. Hey, watch it. Not cool. Listen, I'm just saying. Detroit has at least been to the playoffs in the last couple of years. And right. Cleveland you, seems like there is a plan in place, which is the first time I've been able to say that in probably 20 See? So it took a little forethought from years. the powers that be on the on the Browns True. franchise, right? And some sacrifice, but go on. And some sacrifice. That's what I'm saying. So in the same way that you need that kind of – forethought and and thinking about the ultimate consequences but i think now congress has been turned into somewhat of a ponzi scheme some of a you know like a a bit of a get rich quick you know like and fuck the consequences fuck everybody else because i'm going to peace out with my 40 million dollars for supporting some lobbyist who represents i don't know an oil company or a medical pharmaceutical sure a pharmaceutical uh, company or something, you know sure. what I mean? Like, well, I think it's interesting. You like the difference between sacrifice and investment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think one are those things opposites? Uh, no, I think well, yeah, I think it all depends how you look at it, right? Well, if you invest, you're making a sacrifice in some way, and but you're also today you know, okay. in hopes of a better future. So now, whether you focus on that better future, sure, or and and what you will gain then or what you're losing now i think is is the difference right so like it's it's where is that focus yeah if you're constantly worried about like oh this is what's happening now and i'm losing this cuz we are i mean we're more loss averse than we are win averse i think it takes like i, I think i'd like to think of myself more of a universe oh yeah not huh. a multiverse multiverse yeah averse ah. <laughs> I okay, because so. I think it takes, um, like, the pain of losing a hundred dollars isn't for most people the same as the pleasure for winning a hundred dollars. I think it has to be like a hundred and sixty dollars or something like that. So, like, losing hurts more than winning feels good. Okay, um, and I sure, think that's a greater sense of pain right. or loss yes, than yes. than the endorphin rush of winning. Precisely. Okay, and so. 
I mean, maybe that influences the the short-term nature. It's like, well, no, we can't do this. I can't give up this because it's going to hurt so much, even if it benefits, you know, us more later, you know, 10 years from now. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So, yeah, I guess that's generally – so no matter who's in charge, I I kind of – This is what I'm asking, right? Yeah. I don't know. And so, or does it go back to the type of person who seeks to be in charge? And is there some flaw, some just mechanism in there that's so easily exploitable? Maybe it's ego. Maybe it's whatever scarcity. Sure, you know whatever it could be that like all of these people. The the NFL the Roger Goodell Goodell. Thank you. I want to say Badal, but because I know a guy named Robert Badal. Mm. Anyway, hey, uh, so Roger Goodell mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and and Donald Trump, do you see similarities between these two men? I don't know enough about Goodell to know that. I In, yes, other than public perception, well, which is kind of negative on both parts. Sure, negative on both. Yeah, there are similarities in with, that. I was going to say with with probably some some outliers of. Staunch supporters on both sides. I'm sure there are people that are like, Roger Goodell's the best thing that happened to the NFL in 42 years. Man, I don't know if anybody actually says that. You know, I don't Except know. Except the owners. I imagine. Because he, yeah, that's he the thing. takes like the, the fall. Um, I think the difference, the biggest difference is both maybe, I think it's in the ways that you must manipulate them to do what they're told. I think mm-hmm. Adele, you could give him a script and be like, sweet. I'm going to go say this, and I'm just going to – almost like Spicer, right? I was going to say more like a Sean Spicer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like these are the words. These are the words I'm saying, and this is what it is. Like, and I will, I will pretend to believe them for these five minutes. For as, many, okay. for as many millions of dollars as you're paying me, I will believe the shit out of these words. Whereas with Trump, it's more uh, like, fuck you. I don't need a script. Like, ah, that's cool. It's cool. I got it. I got it. I'm going to say these things. Is he more like a team owner who's become the chairman? Would that would that be more an appropriate for uh, analogy for Trump? Possibly. To you? Like, is that like suddenly? Suddenly, I, mean, uh, I don't know any team owners. Very possibly in one. that, like, or maybe like a second generation, third generation team owner who like was sort of born into it and didn't sure. really. His dad would owned owned the, for I instance, don't know, San Francisco, the Niners. Yeah. Who's to say? Yeah. Um, Maybe, but there's that definitely an entitled. I almost said the San Francisco Giants. <laughs> wow. Wrong sport. Wrong, Wrong sport. sport. Wrong sport. I was about but to just owners, prove you know, my own ignorance. Ownership being ownership, you could still go. It's fine. Sure. Okay. Um, so yeah, maybe like a second generation owner. There's like a level of entitlement. Okay. Um, and I think the difference is in ego again. Mm-hmm. Like Trump's ego is massive, seemingly. Ma- like yeah. it cannot blindingly so take. To be, so, like, here's the thing. Trump could not have walked out on that stage that Goodell did and be booed 32 straight times, like, every sure. five sure. to eight minutes. Like, he would crack. And he would he would start, like, throwing yeah. racial slurs right. or yelling right, right. at people. He'd be like, oh, stop. You guys are being so unfair, right? Well, yeah, Goodell, like, like, completely ignored all of that no, stuff. No, no NFL chairman has ever been treated worse than me. <laughs> yeah, ever. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. That's that's um, kind of a key difference. Yeah. In their Whereas styles, Goodell. I mean, like, it, like horse blinders. 
He's like, yeah, I know you people hate me. Fuck you. I'm going <laughs> to just it pushing forward. Reminds me. Of, I got a gun to my back from, from 32 different angles. Yeah. So I'm OK. Of the Simpsons. Like they're way back in the Simpsons. Uh, somebody was asking Rainier Wolfcastle like. Like, I forget what he did. He was like, how do you sleep at night? <laughs> He's like... On a big pile of money. <laughs> surrounded by beautiful women. <laughs> you know? And, like, to me, that's sort of what I think is sure, Goodell. Sure, is. How do you sleep at night? Yeah, exactly. He sleeps on a big pile of money. <laughs> He's, yeah. But so does Donald Trump. So that's, you know... Uh, true. True, true, true. But I think that Trump cares about public perception. And oh, Goodell yeah. Because he doesn't. has to be liked. He's driven sure. to think that he has to be the best and right. the most liked. And anyway. that everybody loves him. That's going to do it for our time today, man. Let's sign it off. Thanks for downloading and listening to Ignorant Uninformed, America's favorite podcast. Make sure you hit that little subscribe button on whatever podcaster you listen to us on. Check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash ignorant and uninformed, or twank us on the Twitter, at ig and un. Follow the Twitter feed, and we will uh, keep you entertained at least maybe once a week or so is about when I get to it. So I try to do it every day. Sometimes I'll go on a stint. Uh, on a on a on a just a crazy run of Twitter rants. Sometimes I'll also live tweet events that are f- happening, like the Grammys or the, you know, the Oscars. I didn't do it this year, but I I will. The Tonys are coming up. I could live tweet the Tonys. If you do, cool. will you let me know? Because I, I will pay attention. I will pay attention Thanks, to your live man. tweets. Thanks. Just I because it, I want to hear what you have to it's say. It's hard being on Mountain Time though. Sometimes that shit's delayed an <laughs> hour, and it's like I feel like a dumbass. <laughs> Anyway, that's going to do it. Make sure you send – oh, send your topics to topics at ignorantuninformed.com or you can check out all the podcasts at ignorantuninformed.com. We're going to be back next week with a brand-new epidose of hot-ass freshness. Big thanks to Benji Pickens who had to peace out halfway through this one. Uh, you know, that's the dangers of being a responsible adult. And a special shout-out to Max Zarakistan Zarak for hanging in there with me. All right, we're going to be back next week. Peace out.